In 2010, neuroscientist Sam Harris released the book The Moral Landscape, in which uh, he claimed that he could explain morality and objective moral truths using science. Um, now, I've recently been reading this, as you'll know if you follow me on Twitter, which you can find here. Um, and you'll also know that I'm not fully convinced by it, but I'm here uh, with Stephen Woodford uh, from Rationality Rules, a channel which I'm sure many of you have heard of, um, who thinks that it does hold some merit. Am I right in saying that? Is that yep, a fair? Yep, more than fair in saying okay. that. As it currently stands, I, I, I buy it. Right, so mm -hmm. I, I thought it would be fun to sit down and discuss sort of our, our differences and, and what we agree on, um, because I, I feel like it's one of the things that's lost on, on YouTube particularly, mm -hmm. but even just in philosophical discussion yeah. generally, like people just don't sit down and discuss, whereas philosophy is a discussive topic. It exactly. shouldn't all be written or, or composed, I think. Mm. Discussions are always good. Um, so we have briefly spoken on this before, mm -hmm. um, but just to sort of make sure that we have something to talk about. Um, so what I suppose we should start with is perhaps if you, to the best of your ability, if you sort of outline what you sure. think the argument is for the moral landscape for objective moral truths. Sure. So first things first is that I think that I have the burden of proof here because I'm saying that objective morals exist at the present. And before I even go into this, I should state that I'm not the most confident apologist of his argument. Right. Um, so I may not be as articulate as I could be, and I may not have answers um, that I should. Unfortunately, that will result with me going, ah, oh, you've got me there. I'm going to have to go think that one through. Hopefully that isn't the case. Um, but if it is, I just want to point that out there. So it's more of a conversation mm. than, than me trying to fully Well, li likewise, I mean, one, so. I'm not fully convinced of my not being convinced, if you see what I'm saying. So yeah. I, I think this uh, And this is a huge to one to digest because mm. if he is right that there are objective moral values it changes everything it changes everything almost to the same extent that knowing that we don't have free will changes some uh, changes things it's right. huge um, evolution when that was first well, more accurately natural selection huge massive paradigm shift mm. if sam is right here then it is a huge difference so i appreciate that why, why do you think that it's so important i mean if, if we all have subjective morality anyway mm -hmm. um and, and whether that manifests itself as objective and we think it's objective or not, mm -hmm. um, if we all understand morality regardless of its objectivity, why is it so important to suddenly realise that it is objective? How does that change things in your eyes? Because you can objectively say that it is wrong to throw battery acid in the face of little girls for the crime of reading. Yes. You can objectively say these things. You find otherwise well-intentioned liberals um, especially those which are really far on the left, saying that morality is completely um, a construct of culture. Yes. So moral relativism, moral which relativism. is, I assume, where you kind of are at the present. Well, that's not necessarily hmm. the case. Okay. Um, not, not exactly, uh, because one of, the, one of the great things, actually, that I, I like about Sam Harris's book, and mm -hmm. it's, it's worth prefacing this discussion, I think, mm -hmm. in saying that I do actually think that this book is a fantastic piece of academic mm -hmm. work. I, I do actually think it's yeah. a, a great book in that, mm -hmm. um, to me, what it does is it removes cultural relativism. Because even if, even if I don't agree with the underlying uh, premise of the morality being objective, if we can understand morality in the same way that Sam Harris does here, yeah. um, and we can act as though it is objective, then that gives us the right to go to other cultures and say, no, it's wrong um, to forcibly, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to, to, to force women to wear burqas or mm. to, to throw acid in people's faces. So I, I do think it has that merit. Yeah. The only thing, the only difference I have um, is the basis for which Sam Harris is, is giving himself the authority to do that. Sure. So, I mean, I mean, 
and what? hopefully I can make that case to you. Exactly, so yeah. I suppose it's best to do that now. Why, why is it that Sam Harris feels, and you feel, I assume, mm -hmm. um, that morality can be said to be objective, like a fact of nature? F fantastic question, and that is the question. Yeah. So Sam says that values are a certain type of fact, mm. and he denies, and or at the very least says that Hume is wrong with saying that you can't get an ought from an is. What Sam says, and what I agree with, is that you, c you, can, you can only talk about an is by embracing certain oughts. Science has always been in the, in the value business, it's just we don't look at it that way, which is ironically a cultural construct. Right. So these are things that I'm going to delve into further. I think the first thing to do would be to present the argument in its yes. syllogistic form, and to proceed through there, and then we can point out where you have the most uh, disagreement with it, and then I can hopefully try and tell you why I currently am convinced that that's not a problem. Would that probably be best yeah, for that, you? That awesome. sounds great. So it doesn't look great on camera, but I'm going to use my phone <laughs> to do it because I can't memorize it. I've realized I, when, I, when I read books, I, have, I make notes, and I, I should have brought my notes with me that I had for this book. <laughs> I'm sure I would have had some good quotes. But yeah, no, you yeah, go yeah. I have a series of quotes on here, which I may, if they oh, fantastic. become That'd appropriate, be great, I will yeah. bring them out. So he's put his argument across in many ways. So there's not a single syllogism, but this is the one that I'm most comfortable to work with. Okay. Premise one, morality and values depend on the existence of conscious minds, and specifically on the fact that such minds can experience various forms of well-being and suffering in this universe. Premise two, conscious minds and their states are natural phenomena, of course, fully constrained by the laws of nature, whatever these end, uh, whatever these end up being in the end. Premise three, or conclusion. Therefore, there must be right and wrong answers to questions of morality and values that potentially fall within the purview of science. Right. So that's the syllogism. Um, you're more than welcome to look at it if you if you like to yeah. at all. And I'll probably see if I can get them off on the screen as well. Absolutely, um, yeah. I, starting with the first premise there, uh, morality and values depend on the existence of conscious minds. Now, I, I don't disagree with that. Mm -hmm. where, where I do disagree with you is, is that surely, t to me, this seems to be definitively subjective. To say that something is dependent upon consciousness is dependent mm -hmm. on, uh, upon the mind, yep. doesn't that imply subjectivity in, in the sense that um, the fact that the earth orbits the sun, we can say that's an objective fact because it has nothing to do with our brains. It, it doesn't matter if there's consciousness well, about to observe it. for you to even it. perceive it, you've exactly. you're already relying on subjectivity. Well, yeah, but it, 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 would, it would still be a fact if we didn't perceive it. Yeah, it would so still whatever's be... happening is happening. Exactly. And, it and, and consciousness, subjectivity, human minds have absolutely nothing to do with it. And mm -hmm. to me, that's how you define objectivity. So to say something is subjective is to say that it's dependent upon uh, the mind. It's dependent upon consciousness. And so in the first premise, saying morality has to definitively come from consciousness, mm -hmm. does that, is that not the same as saying it's subjective? No, I wouldn't say so. So, for example, me and you experiencing what we're experiencing here, the water, if you break it down, where is it all coming from? It all comes from the brain. Would you accept that that seems to be what the evidence show? I would say, I mean, our perception of it comes from the brain. Yeah. Even if we didn't perceive it, surely it would still be, still be here. So, so what I mean is, like, all of your experiences, yes. all of them, um, your capacity to have this conversation, yes. that relates back to, that is your part of your consciousness, and your consciousness is part of your brain. Okay. Your brain, your brain is, is, you can evaluate it, is it's a piece of, Is a piece yeah. of nature, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. So, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I would say that the fact that it's, it's just a different type of fact, it's just, it's still, rela it's still a natural phenomenon, so whatever's happening is happening, whatever's I, not is not. You know, I, I might agree mm. with you in the sense that um, 
the way I'm talking about subjectivity, I think you've, you've cleared this up for me. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, if I say that this water tastes nice, mm. um, that, that reasoning, that, that opinion is a product of... Objective um, things. Of, of, my, of my consciousness, whereas morality, you're saying, um, is, is not a product of the brain, but it is, is a part of consciousness. It's sort of, of course ingrained. It, yeah. it, it all breaks down to consciousness okay. when you follow it back to its root. Now, this is this is the important thing, though. So, mm. this is the argument, I, as I understand it, is saying that um, morality comes from consciousness, which mm -hmm. is a product of the brain, which is measurable. So, in a sense, yes. you can measure consciousness. Yeah. You can measure. You can measure why you have any of your feelings, at least in principle. You yes. can't do no, it. Well, yet, that's but, the thing. I was going to mm. make a point. Sam Harris yeah. is is strong in his distinction between answers in principle and answers in practice. So, yes. um, yeah. for instance, the example that he uses, which I think is fantastic, is uh, if you ask the question, how many people were bitten by mosquitoes in the past hour? Yeah. Uh, neither of us could possibly know yeah, that, so but there, there, is, there is an answer. There is an absolute number of how yeah. many people. And then he draws a parallel with health, doesn't he? He says that there's weak there are answers that we may not ever know the answer to, but it doesn't change the fact that it there, doesn't are, still the fact that there are answers. There's yes. still answers about the well-being of creatures, etc. Yes. So that's where he kind of throws and that I, in. I think with, with Harris, he's saying, even if we can't achieve um, full understanding of uh, the intricacies of moral dilemmas, mm -hmm. uh, for instance, another example he uses, he says uh, something along the lines of, should we spend our next billion dollars uh, curing racism or curing malaria? Yes. I mean, that's that's almost an impossible question. And even if we can't answer those things, what we, we can do is answer the more broader questions with more distinctive mm -hmm. uh, moral... And if you did want to answer those questions, you have to appeal to people's values, yes. which themselves are determined yes. by the brain. But this is the, this is the thing. Yeah. This is, this is where, what it comes down to, mm. is the fact that the argument relies, um, as, as I was saying, mm -hmm. uh, morality stems from consciousness, which stems from the brain. Mm -hmm. um, and we can say that an action is good or bad depending mm -hmm. on how much it affects the well-being of the consciousness Correct. of the creature. Yeah. So, so, so as long effect, as you you may wish, you may say that as long as you accept that assumption, yes, it works. That's the assumption where I think we disagree. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. the majority yeah. of this book mm -hmm. um, is spent saying, okay, so we we've accepted uh, that well-being is a good thing. Now let me spend the rest of the book arguing how we can know that there are objective. Uh, fact about yeah. how see. to achieve well-being. Mm -hmm. That's the crux of, of the book. Mm -hmm. But that first assumption, which the rest of the book relies upon, mm -hmm. to me, falls flat. W what is it about well-being mm -hmm. that, that should constitute it to be the, the objective um, starting point of morality? Why should we value well-being, objectively speaking? Cool. So I think that is the best question, the most important question to ask with, with, when, it comes to this, um, when it comes to this syllogism, when it comes to his argument. Now, it also happens to be a question that a lot of people have asked. Most of the criticisms that he received are, to be quite blunt, crap. But this one had the most grip on me, and it was the hardest for me to um, get over, which I'll mm. explain to you how I have, and then you can tell yeah, me. Yeah, I think I'm in the same position. Yeah, you, so. yeah exactly. You can tell me um, where I've went wrong, and hopefully, if you do so, then excellent. I will either have to go away and think it through more, or I'll go away and go, cheers, Alex, you've, <laughs> you've shown me the... It is not objectively wrong to say that throwing acid in yeah. the uh, face of children, which is just an inconvenient truth. Right. I, I saw somebody uh, a comment you. on YouTube the other yeah. day that said something like, um, throwing acid is wrong in some people's eyes. <laughs> I thought that was quite <laughs> 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 That's good. So yeah, so allow me, I have a little bit of um, script, if you don't mind. I guess. One, I'll be able to convey it in the best way possible, but two, it is, it's, like I said, it's, 
It's an objection a lot of people have. Yes. And I think it's because you're looking at morality and you're, def you're demanding more of the science of morality than you demand of any other branch of science. So, so if right. you just stick with me for, yeah, for you, this. Yeah, you get that up. Okay, sure. So I'm just going to clarify what your position is and you can just tell me if it's wrong. Because I want to, basically with what I do with my videos, I want to still man the objection that you have. Okay. So that I absolutely understand it before I run off. Because I don't want to be yes, attacking something that you like don't. Yes, one of Rappaport, not Rappaport. Yeah, Rappaport's rules of argument, yeah. Cool. I, I wasn't aware of that. I'll have to, I'll have to look him oh, up. Oh, it's, it's a nice yeah. little, that Daniel Dennett uh, uses it a lot. And it's one of the things that Harris has criticised when they had an argument of, about um. free will. But he says that one of the most important things you can do when arguing is to uh, put the other person's position as clearly as they could. Yeah. Um, so that they can't say that you misunderstand it or anything, and to exactly. make sure that you understand and it fully. Just so that you know, like if I was in a debate with you, I would be doing it to try and show you're wrong. Whereas here, I'm just, I just want to understand it so that I can see that you're on the same bridge part that I was on. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to sure. think I am because I'd love to be convinced of this. I, I really would. Of course you would. Because exactly. it completely removes, like I say, cultural it, relativism. It would have changed your debate with Turek. Oh, hugely. Quite yeah. Significantly. Yeah. So I still probably would have uh, yes. done all right. But oh, you would have kicked um, his ass. But, but yeah, I, exactly. I, I, it definitely would have changed. Because I, one of the main things I've talked about on my channel did, so yeah. far is morality in saying that it's not objective. Exactly. This yeah. is this is an argument for God. And if I am able to convince you, what a wonderful thing to see you go through that process. Yeah, I'm going to absolutely and change likewise, everything. If you convince me that I'm wrong, awesome, excellent. I think it would be. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I have way. I have more to lose, but to <laughs> um, solidify your position. Okay. It seems that you accept that all forms of morality are fundamentally based on well-being. Yes. Okay. I'll okay. give you that. That, w and we can always come back if you go. Actually, can we come back to that? That well-being is a natural phenomenon, and that therefore there must be right and wrong answers to moral questions. But your contention is that you don't see why you should or ought to value well-being in the first place. Yes. You would say that despite the fact that every form of morality is at its most fundamental level based on well-being, it's still an assumption to say it is based on well-being. Yes. So would that be an accurate and fair representation yes. of where you can stand? In the sense that, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that you would agree uh, that, say, theft is wrong mm -hmm. um, in most circumstances. Now, as long as you assume the well-being part. Yes. Now, now, but this is the th what I was going to say is that mm -hmm. if we rounded up, if we questioned every single person on the planet, mm -hmm. there would be some people who said that they didn't think it was wrong. Yeah, that would happen. Would, yeah. But even if it were the case that everybody agreed, that 100% of people decided it was wrong, that still wouldn't mean it's objective. Yeah. That just means it's a subjective fact that we all agree on. So this sure. sense that so morality is based upon well-being, I, I concede that, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm saying that even if everybody agrees on that, it doesn't make mm -hmm. it objective, if you, if you see what no, I'm saying. That's cool. But, I'm, um, I'm glad I've got your position down. So yes, I think you have, as far as I can see. Here is my angle on it. And if I don't, again, you just let me know. Yes. So I'm going to do what Sam does, and quite as he quite often compares morality and well-being to medicine and health. Yes because medicine is something that people don't criticize, but they do morality, and he has a problem with it. And my current state of mind is that I do as well. So just as all forms of morality are based on well-being, mm -hmm. all forms of, let me see where it is, all forms of medicine yes. are based on health. And so to say, why ought I value well-being is the same as saying, why ought I value health? It seems to me that if you want to say that there are right and wrong answers about medicine, for example, that homeopathy is objectively wrong, then you also have to say that there are right and wrong answers about morality. For example, everyone suffering for as long as possible is objectively wrong. And on the other hand, if you want to say that basing morality on well-being is a mere assumption, then you also have to say that basing medicine on health is a mere assumption. Okay. So I'm actually fine with either conclusion, right. but I just want to highlight that it's 
logically inconsistent to demand that the science of morality overcome this objection while not demanding that the science of medicine also overcome it. Yes, I, I agree. And the same with, with other that. sciences. Um, what, I, what I would probably say, um, what I am going to say, uh, would be that the, the, re the, the purpose of medicine mm -hmm. is to improve health. That's an assumption, isn't it? Well, that, I mean, that, that's what it sets out to do. Uh, this, is, this is what I think Sam Harris kind of does, is rather than explain how morality can be objective, he sort of redefines morality in the sense that we define medicine, or good medicine or bad medicine, based on how well it uh, improves or uh, detriments our health. Yeah. And what Harris is trying to do is he's saying, we well, okay, we should do the same thing for morality. We should say that morality should be defined by um, how well it affects our well-being. Mm -hmm. So in the same way that medicine yeah. is defined by health, yeah. uh, morality is defined by well-being. But, th but the thing is, um, because we, we, we define medicine by, by health, you're right, but the health itself is still an assumption. Because, again, why do we value health? Uh, now yeah, the purpose, so the, the same purpose, assumption being made on the purpose hand. of medicine is to improve health. So it's mm -hmm. fine if, if that's how you're defining medicine. Then that's a fine thing to say. Mm. Um, but then you couldn't say that um, homeopathy is uh, sorry, uh, is objectively wrong. You could just say that it's objectively wrong if your assumption is that you want better health. Exactly. But you can't say that it's just it's just wrong. And this is what I think is is the contention here. We're not. When, when Harris says, you know, throwing acid in someone's face is objectively wrong, what he's really saying is, assuming that well-being is a good thing, mm -hmm. it's objectively wrong, which is, yeah. which is true. If which we is, assume if you certain health, things... You wanted to say that it's objectively wrong, that homeopathy, it, homeopathy is objectively wrong. Yes. You do have to make the assumption you that medicine is based on... But the reason, that, the reason that we value health yeah. is because if we're in good health, then uh, we've improved well-being. But that's still an assumption, isn't exactly. it? It's the same kind of an assumption. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Why why are we making this assumption? Because like I say, I wouldn't say mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that any form of medicine is objectively morally right or wrong. I wouldn't say that it's it's uh, right so as as a fact of yeah. the universe. I would say that it's right uh, But you do people you do say to people what they ought to do. Yes, but again, I, so I would, would, yeah, I would you wouldn't say to your friend, "Hey, drink some aluminium." No, but I, or I would, aluminum I would, for you Americans. I would concede. <laughs> uh, I would concede that that's subjective. So, yeah, but I do the yeah, same. So, I do the so, same so, thing so, for morality. So what you've done is you've said you're now in a position where you go, "Okay, there is no objective morality and there is no objective medicine. They both depend on an assumption." So the thing is, is yes. that m most people do this. What they do is they speak about medicine without ever demanding that it self-justify mm. this assumption, but they never ask the same of morality. Mm. Now, all medicine, mm. all of it, when you break it down, whether it's African voodoo or homeopathy or Western surgery, they all break down to health. But that is, in that sense of the word of an assumption, yes. it is. What Sam says is that all, almost all sciences, I think he says all sciences, do have base assumptions. You know like um, how just talking, having rational discourse, you can't yes. prove reason without yes. reason, you've heard all of this. There are axiomatic um, assumptions that everybody makes at all times. It's just that we notice it more in the discourse of morality. That's what Sam's point is, and that's where I'm thinking that is the case. Okay. So if you're going to say that, okay, that's an assumption and therefore it's not objective, you have to say that medicine is, is an assumption and therefore okay. it's not objective. But I could, I could say this is, the, this is the thing. Medicine in its nature is practical. And so I would argue it is morality. It's practical in nature. So what do you mean by practical? Just well, so in, can... in the sense that uh, 
medicine, the purpose, the reason it was invented, everything about it mm. is uh, for practical purposes. So it's prescriptive. To it's yes, telling you, it, it, yes, is, exactly. it is in the ought business. It's an ought yes, science. Yes, well, precisely, yeah. yes. And so is morality. Um, and, but I'm saying what, what, what Harris is doing is he's, he's taking away the, the practical argument. He's not just saying, practically speaking, Morality can be judged because we all assume that well-being is a good thing. So once we've had that assumption, let's practically go about seeing how we can best attain that. Sure. He's going further than that and saying, well, this assumption that we all have, I can prove why this is an objective fact of nature. What, once is, you've made the assumption. Yes, but this is the, this is the same the thing, thing about medicine. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter that medicine is subjective at its basis of health because mm -hmm. we all agree. And nobody is going out and there. And we, we all agree when it comes to morality. No, nobody's going out there saying, mm -hmm. um, that they can prove that health, good health, is an objective um, fact of nature, that, that good health is a good thing. No, nobody's saying that. Mm -hmm. They're just saying... Because well, in the well, same we way that no one's doing that with well-being. Yeah, well, well I so think they to, are. That's so, what Harris is doing. No, but if you demand that they do that with well-being and not demand that they do that with health, well, you're I'm, requiring more from the science I'm of morality not, than the science of health. I don't think I'm demanding that people do that of morality. Sure. What I'm saying is that Sam Harris is trying to do that with morality. I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't ask it to. Um, but he seems to be trying to do that, and I think that he hasn't mm. done it. You know, I, I don't feel convinced by it. So, you know, if if Sam Harris um, were to say, well, look, actually, I've had a think, and it turns out that well-being can't be objectively proven to be true, but that also means that health being a good thing isn't objectively true either. Mm. I'd say, yeah, I agree, fine, sure. it's all subjective. So, 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 th so this is, like, my point that I'm trying to make, and that is that I don't want people to have their cake and eat it too because that's what people were doing. Like, you, you're right, if you want to now go around saying that there, that there are no right and wrong answers when it comes to medicine, homeopathy is just as right as um, African voodoo and mm. it's just as right as uh, Western surgery, then at least you're being consistent <laughs> by taking a prescriptive... It, it depends on yeah. the goal. It, so for instance, when I'm discussing morality... Is, is the goal somebody, an assumption? Yes, exactly. but that's the thing. But when, when I'm discussing morality with someone, let's say I was at, uh, opposite a racist person. Sure. Um, what I would do is I'd, I'd find the common ground. That sounds like an impossible task, but it's mm -hmm. there, trust me. So I'd say, okay, why, why is it that you, uh, that you discriminate or that, that you intrinsically hate um, a certain ethnic minority, say? Mm -hmm. And they might say, well, um, I think that they, they do no good to humanity. And I say, so what? And they say, well, I, you know, I, 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 I value, uh, well, I disagree with that. So I say, okay, so go further. Why, why, why do you think that? And they say, well, um, because I value, I value uh, well-being. And I think that these people are detrimenting well-being. And I say, well, hold yep. on, because I value well-being too. Mm -hmm. So we're on that level ground. Yep. Now, I, I would concede that is entirely subjective. I value well-being, he values well-being, yep. subjectively. But, but once we have that assumption, I can then make objective uh, points. I can say, yep. you are objectively wrong in being a racist if you're trying to yes. improve well-being. Exactly. But still, mm -hmm. And that, that's why I'm saying it's, it's a good book, because yeah, once you have that assumption... That's the value that you see it. Yes. As soon as you meet someone, which is ironically everybody, that yes. says that the morality is based on well-being, you can have that conversation. Exactly, which is why In we the same feel way, as though it's objective. Yeah, which is why you can have the same conversation when it comes to health. Yes. No matter what medicine people are putting forward, you know, chiropractors, etc., you can have a conversation and you can say that something's objective mm. because you both are running on the assumption, or you're both having the same value behind it yes. of being health. Yes. Well, that's the same with morality. So if you're debating a Christian, and he's saying that um, his morality is Christianity, and it's given to him from God, 
when you go why, 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 you always get to well-being. Yes. And as you just said, there are right and wrong answers about well-being. About well-being. Even if we don't know the answer, there is. Mm. So only your problem is actually only on a philosophical level. Exactly. For practical That's purposes, what I'm trying to say. the point being is that you will meet no one mm. that um, does their morality doesn't eventually break eventually down. To well-being. Break down yes. So for all intent and purposes, you can have conversations about with them saying that you are objectively yes. wrong about this in exactly the same way that you have conversations with people um, about medicine. Because they, you know that they have the assumption, you know that they have the value of health. Yes. But you never go around saying, hmm, why ought I value health? Yes. And that's not a knock on you. But that, it, that's, it's that's, a on, that's in a practical sense. You know, I, I wouldn't mm. dare, um, in, in a practical sense, you don't always need to philosophically inject things. Sometimes it's not the best thing to do. For instance, you know, Technically, we're all just atoms and advanced breeds of ape, but if, if somebody got shot in the arm and they were in great pain, and I, I could just say, you know, oh, well, when you think about it, you're just an ape. That's not helpful, but it's true. Yeah. So it is purely philosophical, but this is a philosophical argument, okay? I, I don't deny that practically speaking. He doesn't, he doesn't know. This is why he uses the word how science can determine values, not why philosophy can determine values. Okay. So I would disagree with you. I would say that it's but there, a science. But there, there is. It, this is this is the problem I have with the book is that he mm. seems to be doing something great and fantastic, but mm-hmm. it's not what he says he's doing. So there is a philosophical. I, I think I honestly think that you're asking more of him than what he has proposed to do. I don't think that's because the case. because no one asks this of somebody with health. Yes. He what he's done in this book is he's he's tried his best to explain that we are looking at this the wrong way that we are asking the science of morality to justify itself in a way that we ask no other branch of science to justify itself. Which, to me, it means that either one, you, make, you, you apply it to all of the sciences and you end up with one hell of a situation where nothing's true, or you go, fine, if I'm, if I'm accepting medicine is based on health, I do have to accept that morality is based on well-being. Right. And if we move away from the philosophical realm and we go to the practical um, application of just knowing things, your well-being. You have different mor- morals than me. I assume. Like, do you eat meat? Uh, I do. So yes. I don't. Okay. Yeah. So it's just a moral difference. Okay. I'm not going to preach. No. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I actually, funnily enough, agree that uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't philosophically defend eating meat. I've said before yeah, I yeah. hope to be a vegan one day. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm vegetarian at the moment, but I hope to be vegan myself. But sure. and I can't defend it. But the point being there is that the reason that we can have a debate is because we do assume. No yes. matter who's, who you meet, if you meet a racist, if you meet a Christian, often they're the same. If you, <laughs> no, I'm joking, it's a joke, it's a joke. Um, if you meet, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> the point being is that if you meet anyone with a morality and you really do break it down to the fundamental level, it's the same. Practically speaking, it's based on well-being. Yes. All you have to do is come into a discussion with somebody, somebody Get them to admit that their morality is yes. ultimately based on well-being, and then you can say you are objectively wrong. Yes. So, with it being a philosophical book, people end it's, up in the philosophy yeah. lot, when really the... It, it's purely mm. semantics, almost, because mm. it, it's like, you know, person A is saying, well, look, we all admit that morality is based upon well-being. All of our morality is, yeah. so there are objective facts yeah. to know. And I'm like, yeah, but all I'm saying is that just because it's we all... It's still an assumption to say that it's still an assumption that we should value it. Like, so what? So if I haven't made this clear, I agree with you. Right, you, you know that I agree <laughs> with you, right? 
Uh, I, I didn't, actually. I, I, well, I, I wasn't I, sure. I, I agree with you that it's an assumption. Okay. However, the same assumption is made in other sciences, yes. such but as medicine. not almost like a two-clock fallacy to say, you know, well, well that's doing it too, um, and, we, and we give that a free pass, so should we give this a free pass? Not so much. So what you've got is you've got two branches of science. Yes. One of them you say and you accept, and you, you, you go around with a prescriptive statements you yes. tell people what they ought to do you ought not take homeopathy because it is objectively wrong mm. but you don't with this now what i'm saying is that the relationship between morality and well-being is almost from a foundational perspective identical to medicine med medicine's relation to health so unless you can tell me how this fundamentally different in some way you need a justification mm. to treat this like it's facts and go around treating it like going around making the assumption yes that medicine is based on well, health but not making the assumption here it seems like you treat this like a practical prescriptive mm. science and you won't allow this to come out of this philosophical yeah the philosophical um, state area and i understand that and i think it's a cultural thing and morality is yeah. a hard thing to get behind and it's deeply rooted but it seems to me as, as you can see from what i'm saying here when you really break it down it's not it there is a science of morality mm. And even if you ignore that, as, as you've said, with, um, as you agree with me, whoever you talk to, it is based on morality. It is based on well-being. So for all practical purposes, it's definitely right. Philosophically, you could say it has got an assumption. But to just reiterate, re, yeah, reiterate that again, same is true of medicine and health. Okay. So that's why I currently accept it. Because yes. I, accept, I, I accept that medicine can tell me what I ought to do despite the fact that it makes that assumption about health, and so I accept that morality so can tell me... what you're almost thing. saying is that, yeah, it's an assumption, but it makes no practical difference. So we can, we can make practical arguments <coughs> about morality, objective practical arguments, and we can sort of ignore the philosophical underlying. Um, we can talk about it as a field of interest, as we're doing now, mm. uh, but when we leave this table, mm -hmm. we have our moral uh, standards, which we believe we can prove objectively, sure. um, because we both assume well-being. Yeah, and another way to put it is... When I say to you, um, your morality, once you speak to me and, you re and I say to you, if you say to me, Steve, is your morality based on well-being? And I said, yes. You now, you now admit that you can tell me that I'm objectively yes, right and wrong. Yes, absolutely. That's all you need. Yes. Because couple that with the fact that every, every single person. person's morality fundamentally breaks down to well-being, whether they know this or not, mm. All practical purposes, you have objective morality. But then, in the same way that you have objective health, the, the because only all kinds the, of medicine say that. Yeah, the only difference I have yeah. is that that ob underlying objective, uh, that underlying principle that well-being yeah. is a good thing. Yep. Now it's an objective fact that everybody's morality eventually comes down to well-being. Yep. But what it really comes down to is is the want to improve well-being. Yeah. Right. And all I'm saying is that. That's just an opinion, an opinion we all share, but it's subjective and can't be proven to be objective. With, with the medicine example, mm -hmm. um, yes, I would say that it is objectively true that medicine improves your health. If you accept that. But, I, but I, I wouldn't say that medicine is objectively good. I'd just say it objectively will improve your health. You see, you see what I'm saying? Sorry, so, so, so cover this part again. You're saying that... So I'm saying medicine objectively improves your health there's no doubt about it no. or like good medicine or you you can make objective claims about medicine that relate to health. only you can only say that it's good you can only say that it does anything really once you've already injected a value but I, all i'm saying is that that it it improves health objectively good improves, medicine improves health 
or effective medicine improves health. You still have to have already defined in order to say in oh, order to say to that something's what good. What health? Yeah, is, you've already you must have defined it as something. I see so, what you're so this is the angle where I, I was caught on for a long time. Yes. And I have tried to hit it from every angle, and I cannot find a way to break that that chain. If you see where I'm coming from. Yes. And I also know, but I'm not too articulate on the matter that you, it's true of every science. Yes. So it's not just medicine. It, it's crazy, but once I realised that we make axiomas, uh, axiomatic assumptions about every field of science, that is when I realised that it is logically inconsistent of me to demand that the science of morality overcome an impossible objection mm. that I do not simultaneously demand of other sciences. And that leaves you in a position where you either have to say that nothing works, which no one can actually do, because it also means that reason and rationality doesn't work. Yes. Or you have to say there is a science of morality. And this is just on a philosophical plane. Mm. If you go down to a practical plane, the game is already set and won. But I, I do think, as, as Sam would say, not allowing, allowing special rules, it's almost like a reverse special pleading, allowing special rules for all of the sciences and not for morality is how you play tennis without the net. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yeah, no, I see. But I, I do still think that morality is different in its nature to the other sciences. In the sense that, take the science of medicine. Mm -hmm. Medicine is defined by health in its definition. I'm sure you don't, let's not bother, but if you looked it up on, in, in the dictionary. But who's to say it should be? Well, no, but this is the thing. Like, like no, we, I don't mean to interrupt you so quickly. No, that, that's fine, but I, I, see, I, I see what you're saying. What, 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 what I'm saying is that medicine, the aim of medicine, we, we've decided that the aim of medicine is to relate to health. Now, mm -hmm. health being a good thing is, is still subjective, but that means that when we're making claims about medicine, because definitively medicine has to relate to health, we can talk objectively about medicine and just assume it relates to health. Mm -hmm. But morality, the definition of morality isn't that which concerns well-being, it's that which concerns good and bad. Mm -hmm. and whilst well-being is, like you say, well-being comes from consciousness, well-being comes from the mind, it can be measured, it can be scanned and put on mm -hmm. a screen, good and bad can't, they're concepts. Mm -hmm. And because morality... Because good and bad raises or decreases yes. well-being. Yes, but, but, no, but not, that's, that's the thing, that's an assumption in itself. Yeah, I'm saying I would say the same is true and, of health. Good and bad are concepts. Mm -hmm. And good, good means that it's fulfilling whatever you've defined it to do. Well, no, but this is the thing. Good, right? good doesn't have a clear definition. And so because True. morality is based upon good and good and bad are subjective, mm -hmm. that makes morality itself subjective. Whereas medicine uh, is definitively based on health. So I would also say that, yes, health being a good thing is subjective, mm -hmm. but I don't know how to articulate this. Um, morality doesn't have well-being in its definition. So whilst there are objective facts to know about well-being, yeah. it's not necessarily linked to morality. Morality yeah. is just linked to good or bad, which mm -hmm. is entirely subjective. Whereas medicine is definitely linked to health, which there can be facts known about. Do, do you see what I'm saying? I, I, all I see is that as a culture, we've recognised and we now unanimously label medicine complete. We recognise the relationship between and we make the assumption. Whereas yes. with morality, we're not there yet. Well, that's but, it. That, that's what but I'm when saying. you speak to people, 
you mm. find that it all goes to well-being. So the point being is that yes, we don't know these def- we don't know morality well. Yes. But the same could be said of, of health. If you meet yes. someone that thinks that smoking's good, and it, or even better than that, you know, like they're defining medicine to be else, else, uh, something else. One, you can't really have a conversation. But yes. just as it, there's just more acceptance of it as a culture, and we ex- we make those assumptions, but we don't make those assumptions yes. when it comes to can um, you, morality. Can and you well-being. see that? in almost so many words that's that's almost what I said at the beginning in the sense that I think that Sam Harris is redefining morality which is a good thing so would you say that people redefined medicine to mean health no I, I think the difference there is that medicine from the beginning pertained to health morality mm-hmm. at the beginning pertained to good and good and bad and perhaps we're on the path to changing the definition of morality to refer to well-being which I think would be a fantastic thing to do mm-hmm. because again if we do this because you can be born and not recognize it yes the it, way that we were born removes, and didn't recognize the importance it of just health. it removes cultural relativism uh, Sam Harris makes a good point that oftentimes if we go into uh, uh, you know if, if I went into Somalia and said you shouldn't be uh, putting women in bags they'd mm-hmm. probably say yeah they, so they, they would accuse you of I think he uses the term cultural uh, imperialism mm. which is a fair point that is done yeah. so if we do redefine morality to mean well-being then mm-hmm. we can go in and say morally speaking mm-hmm. you're wrong yeah um, so I think it's a good thing so, if we so, do so, so redefine here's morality. an interesting question when it just comes to practical purposes yes. let's say what, what example did you use you used um, what country did you just oh, use? Oh, Somalia, yes. So, yeah, if you go into Somalia, yeah. and you was able to have a conversation, <laughs> unlikely, yeah, but if you was able to have a conversation with them, and you was able to get them to break down why they're doing what they are doing, whatever it's based on, as you've admitted, it will break down to well-being. So you mm. can make objective statements. Yes. They won't accept it. They will be impolite, to say the least. Yes, but, but, the, the, no, but if they I are, think that you, you have changed my, my perspective on this ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. I still think that there is a philosophical case to be made that the basis that we all assume mm-hmm. is still subjective. So, for instance, when you go and debate someone like Frank Turek, when you debate somebody who says morality is objective because it comes from God, well-being is objectively a good thing because God says it is, then I can say, well, okay, that link that you're making, once we've broken it down to assume that we both want well-being, mm. I say that I want well-being because well, I, I can't help it, evolutionarily it's been instilled into me that well-being is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You want well-being because you think it comes from God. Mm-hmm. That's where the philosophical discussion lies. So we can still have arguments and say, well, you're wrong because well-being being a good thing isn't an objective fact, it's subjective. Yeah. But then when we get into the practical realm, when we get to uh, actually having discussions about what we should do, the ought sense, so not philosophically, you know, what's the... the What's the... Uh, Not working on the assumption. What's the grounding for morality? Mm-hmm. When you're talking about what we should do in terms of morality, we can then make objective facts. So long as we all assume well-being, which ultimately we do. So I think, yeah. I think the, the, the task would be then, when we're trying to make uh, moral judgments and have discussions about it, mm-hmm. the first thing, this would be what I've taken from this discussion. Whenever I now go in to talk about morality with someone, the first thing I think I'm going to do every time mm-hmm. is make sure that we're both entirely clear that both of our positions are based on well-being. Yep. And I think once we do that, absolutely, I can 100% yeah, agree that this book has merit in that there are objective yep. facts to know mm-hmm. um, about how morality works. Excellent. I think, cool. I think, that's, a, I think that's a fair um, uh, summary of, of my position now. That's great. Um, awesome. I don't know if you, if you agree with that. If that's um, Yeah, so I go a step further. And um, first of all, Hats off to you, you know, that's great. And if you go away and you end up finding another objection, just let me know, maybe another conversation oh, yeah. or whatnot. Um, I think what you've put there is a great point. 
any kind of conversation with anyone that wants to talk about morality, you can get them to break down their morality. And they can be wrong, by the way, in how they think it breaks down. So, for example, somebody says to you, I want free, uh, sorry, I want well-being. Well-being is my value because God has told me well-being is my value. They're wrong. I, or I would actually say that why, if you break it down further, they want to be in heaven and not hell, and they think that's the best way to yes, improve well-being. Yes, yes, yes. So once you get them to admit that well-being is what they're talking about, and here's the thing, everybody, all moralities break down to it. You've got an objective um, argument to be had in the same way as soon as you get everybody to admit that their concept of medicine is based on health, you can objectively say, shove your homeopathy up your butt, you're wrong. And think, this yeah. is what frustrates me. People do do it with medicine, they don't do it with morality. And it's yes. because they haven't recognised the relationship. And I think the more that people can tie um, tie morality with well-being and show its relationship to be just as, just as similar as medicine and health, the, the quicker people will get to that. But you're, you're completely right. Um, and I think that's the exact way that I will start moral questions yeah. as well, I, moral arguments. I will immediately get them to admit that it's on well-being. And I then think that's a fantastic stump. point that even if you're saying uh, your morality comes from God, mm. why would you then adhere to that? Well, because you want to be in good, God's good yeah. works. Why? Because you mm -hmm. want to go to heaven. Why? Yeah. Because it's well-being. Yeah. It always breaks down to it. So, yeah, I, yeah. practically speaking, I'm still I'm still holding my philosophical contention. I'm, still, I'm still reserving my right to, to yeah. uh, you know, defending the idea of uh, moral subjectivity. But in a practical sense... Mm -hmm. When we're talking about morality, when we're talking about oughts, although we can't necessarily phys uh, philosophically defend uh, these oughts, we can't philosophically say that something is objectively wrong. We can practically say that something is objectively. I right. see. Yeah. So you see it. You see it as that. That's how, that's, that's what I take away. Is, is that how you see medicine? Yes. Same thing. Okay. Same thing. Because okay. I would. I would is say. That, that is that how you see all science? I guess you have to because exactly. take take the science of medicine. You you just have so, so like you say you have to make the assumption. You have to make the assumption. You have yeah. to, but it's still an assumption. So yes, agreed. 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 Philosophically, I can't defend. Uh, I can't defend medicine. So the point. I can't do it, but I can practically defend medicine until the cows come home. Nah, that's great. I mean, all I would say two two points I would say is that one is that if you try to recognise that you do not, even though you recognise that there's assumptions made in health, you do not operate. You do not conduct your life with that assumption in mind. You conduct it with that. If you say that assumption is what it is. Let's move from here. Yes. I would say that to be logically consistent, you do need to do the same with morality. Yes. And the other thing is that um, so it's actually two more things. The other thing is one of the things is people don't change their ideas during conversations. So, like, if you had said something that had rattled me, as you have before when we've, when we've had conversations, your mind's either changed or you managed to support it in a different way by going away and digesting it. It just seems to be that's the way that the human mind works. Yeah. Or if you're a theist, you never change your mind. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm only kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. Try to be respectful. I, I am. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. One of the virtues yeah. of my channel, I think, is that I, I... So many jokes. You wouldn't believe how many jokes I've yeah. thrown out just because they're... I'm trying to keep it, well, keep you, it respectful. Well, you, no, you are. You're a very, you're a very friendly atheist in, in that sense. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... Um, Definitely a little bit more cantankerous. Yeah. I don't, I'm only meaning it as a little joke. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think what it comes down to is that we, we both practically agree. Uh, philosophically, I think there's still some contention, um, mm. but I think I think that's a fantastic place yeah. to lead the discussion. Yeah, I do if, as well. You agree. Yeah, but I, I do. think yeah. one of the most interesting things about this is going to be seeing 
what these guys think. Yes, so, um, so I can say one thing, and that is that I am in the minority here, so I expect um, well, that... Well, I, I don't know that you, you are. It, it's, it's bizarre that in, mm. in the grand scheme of science, I think most scientists are, uh, I don't want to say moral relativists, but they don't believe in objective Yeah, they don't. Reality. But in the field of, like... And philosophers atheists, entirely don't. Mm. In, in the field of atheism and, and the sort of people who would read Sam Harris... Mm. In that a majority mm. do agree with him. So well, well I might be surprised. But and I feel as though, in the grand scheme of things, I'm the ma I'm uh, the majority, and in in this sort of field, you think in, in this, this field that I will on this channel, be, it'll, it'll be, it'll be, you're the majority. I'll be very interesting to see. Um, yes. Everything that I've noticed is that it, it's not the case. Like people just are not getting their heads around it. They don't accept right, it, or yeah. I'm just okay. wrong. You know, that was totally possible. Yeah, no, I, I, I um, but either way, like it's important that they know that. You know, it's just a conversation. We're friends. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm very interested in hearing what uh, yeah. all of you have to say. So, Absolutely. Uh, if you've enjoyed this discussion, do let us know. And also, um, any opinions you have on this, yeah. be sure to leave them down. Uh, I'm going to try and sort of discuss with some of you guys, because I do want to have my mind changed. Um, it's always good fun. Um, but also, before we go, I want to briefly mention that this copy of the moral landscape that we have on the table, we're going to be giving away. We're also giving away a copy of Free Will, um, which is another uh, sort of source of interesting uh, discussion which we're going to continue to talk about. Absolutely. We're going to do that over on your channel, I yep. believe. Um, so if you want to see a discussion on free will, um, which I think will be probably slightly more agreeable. Um, I assume so, yeah. Very interesting, like the, the sort of moral... Mm -hmm. um, but it always was going to be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, don't really have much of a choice in the matter. Yeah. The, the moral uh, accountability in a deterministic world, that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about that over on your channel, um, Rationality Rules. The links, of course, will be in the description. But yes, we'll be giving away a copy of each of these books. Um, if you want to win, all you have to do is make sure you're following both of us on Twitter so that we can contact you. That's not just a plug, but hey, two birds <laughs> with one stone. Why not? Um, just tweeted us something amusing, something to do with the discussion that we've been having, uh, anything that you think will be of interest and relevance, um, and use the hashtag cosmic rationality. Um, I think that we can, <laughs> yeah. we can be sure that nobody else is going to be using it. I doubt so, yeah. And so if you use that hashtag... Tweet us something that you think is uh, of worth, and um, we'll go through and, and whatever sort of uh, really strikes a chord with us. Uh, we'll send you a book and we'll message you. Um, we can sign it if you want, even though I've always found that to be incredibly egotistical, but people seem to... Yeah, I, I, I find it weird, yeah. but at the same but point, yeah, at uh, least, yeah. This book can be yours, um, so go ahead and do that. You can find both of our social medias um, on the screen now, and of course links will always uh, be in the description. But for our discussion on free will, which I'm very excited for now, um, hop over to... Uh, Steve's channel which will be in the description um, but in the meantime I want to thank you for watching don't forget to subscribe to my channel and I will see you in the next one awesome. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, good one. That's good. Oh gosh. That's that great. Was, that was different. That was you different. can cut that bit out. Oh, yeah, we'll cut that.